It's a night for monsters from Monster Hits. Welcome to the Eras Tour. To, well, actual monsters. Nice to meet you, monster. I'm a monster, too. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, December 13th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Netflix has news that would even make Lady Whistledown jealous. On Tuesday, the streamer announced the long-awaited release date for Season 3 of Bridgerton. The season will be divided into two parts, with the first dropping on May 16th and the second coming nearly a month later on June 13th. Each half will contain four episodes, and it promises to be the event of the spring season. And that is not all from Netflix. The Love is Blind pods are here to stay for more romance. And perhaps even more importantly, chaos. The streamer's reality dating experience has been renewed for two more seasons, and fans won't have to wait long to see the next installment. EW has learned that season six will appropriately return on Valentine's Day, a.k.a. February 14th, 2024. Season six relocates the pods to Charlotte, North Carolina, as a new group of singles hope to get engaged without ever seeing their partner in person. After the pod dating ends and proposals, the engaged couples go on vacation, move in together, and plan their weddings as the cameras follow them to document everything. When their weddings arrive, each person will have to decide whether to say, I do, or I don't, at the altar. Love is Blind hosts Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey will return for seasons 6 and 7. And Oprah Winfrey has revealed that there was pressure by studio executives to land a big-name star or two in order to ensure that the new Color Purple film would be a hit. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Winfrey said, quote, To be completely honest about it, if you were doing this film for 30 or $40 million, the interest in the cast would be very different. Once the film moved to 90 to $100 million, then everybody wants to bring Beyonce. Can you get Beyonce or can you get Rihanna? So we're sitting in a room saying, listen, we love Beyonce. We love Rihanna. But there are other actors who can do this job. She added, I do remember conversations about Y'all, Beyonce is going to be busy this year. It wasn't even a negotiation because you're not going to get Beyonce. Despite the iconic source material, Winfrey and her collaborators still had to fight for more resources and for the cast that director Blitz Bazawole envisioned, including Fantasia Barino, Taraji P. Henson, Danielle Brooks, and Coleman Domingo. The movie is in theaters Christmas Day. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. It has not been a brilliant year for new takes on superheroes, but our number three pick might be the exception. Moving, a critically acclaimed South Korean series, will premiere a version dubbed in English today for subtitle-averse viewers. The series follows a group of special agents attempting to protect their super-powered children from prying government agencies. An assassin is picking off powered individuals, forcing some of the high schoolers to be cautious about where they reveal their powers and drawing parents into potentially repeating past mistakes to protect their children. Here's the trailer. Mom! Dad! There's something in the cloud! Kim Dushik. 
dubbed episodes of the award-winning series Moving will be released today on Hulu. Trivia. It's trivia time. Taylor Swift, who will make an appearance in one of today's picks, isn't making her first pass into theaters with the Golden Globe-nominated The Eras Tour film. She has tried her hand at acting, too. It may not happen often, but her most recent acting gig saw her appear in which David O. Russell film? Was it Amsterdam, American Hustle, or Silver Linings Playbook? Stick around for the answer. Number two. It's the season finale of Michael Scott's favorite reality show, The Amazing Race. Our number two pick started with 13 teams of two in September, and now just three teams remain. Rob and Corey, Greg and John, and Joel and Garrett will be tracking from Dublin to Seattle, hoping the famously rainy city will rain a million dollars down on them. Now, last episode, to earn their place in the finale, teams had to swim in the Irish Sea, recite some of James Joyce's Ulysses, and, of course, do a little river dance. Here's a listen back as Joel and Garrett discovered they were headed to the finale. Oh, beautiful. Come on. Beautiful. Hey, come on. Thank you. I mean, take it in. Wow. That was a music. welcome. St. Patrick's <laughs> Cathedral. Does it get any better than I this? I hope it does. It does, because so you're well. going to say we're team number three. Is that what you want to hear? That's what I want to hear. That's what you're going to hear. Yes! Garrett, you are yes! team number three. I am pleased to tell you that you are one of the three teams that will be racing to the finish line for the $1 million prize. <laughs> Man, I couldn't do this without him, for sure. You, if you look at us compared to the other 12 teams in this race, we're probably a team that most people thought would, would die out in the first couple legs. But I want to be somebody that it doesn't matter what I look like, I can get out there and I can make things happen anyway. And I'm doing it right now. Yeah. So, what will contestants have to do to win it all? Perhaps throw a salmon. Guess what Eddie Vedder is saying in any Pearl Jam song? Well, the trailer shows them climbing, swinging on a trapeze, and blowing glass. We'll see if that's all that's required to take home the prize. Season 35 of The Amazing Race will cross the finish line tonight at 9.30 on CBS. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Today's number one pick is coming up. What to watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. When it comes to today's number one pick, well, Swifties, look what you made her do. When Taylor Swift's Eras Tour concert film hit theaters in October, completionist fans were dismayed to see that a small number of songs had been cut from the three-hour-plus set list to make way for a shorter film runtime. Well, now that the film is heading to VOD to rent, Swift has a surprise in store, and on her own birthday, no less. That's right, when Swifties tune in starting tonight, they will be treated to an extended cut of the film with performances of The Archer, Long Live, and Wildest Dreams added back into their rightful places in the set. To get you ready to officially shake it off in your living room, here is the film's trailer. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. We're about to go on a little adventure together, and that adventure is going to span 17 years of music. How does that sound? Welcome to the acoustic set. People would come up to me and they'd be like, you're gonna just like do a show with like all the albums in it? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be called the Eras Tour. See you there. Well, there's no word yet on when or if the other cut songs, Nobody, No Crime with special guest Haim and Cardigan will be added in, but there's always the film's official streaming debut. Release the Taylor's version cut. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Taylor Swift's last feature film appearance was which David O. Russell movie? Amsterdam. American Hustle or Silver Linings Playbook? Well, Swift played Liz Meekins in Russell's most recent film, Amsterdam, which also starred Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, and Chris Rock. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and Lauren Huff, edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch?